Sanda Feta on SAFM. 0891104207. You can call us if you have questions and comments for Robbie Collins, our comedian who's joining us in studio. SMS 40938 at 1 rand 50 per SMS. Tweet us at SAFM Radio. Robbie, welcome. Hi, hi, hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's almost like we've been chatting already because we were to- talking off air. Yes. So now I have to remember to say welcome to the show. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm very well. I'm super. I cannot complain at all. Yeah. Life is good. Yeah, life is definitely great because you just come out of tour with Dave Chappelle, yes. U.S. comedian. That, yeah, that was surreal. Yeah, and you literally finished last night. Yes. Um, it's crazy. I grew up watching Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So he was one of the reasons I even did start a comedy. So just to be allowed to work with him so closely is crazy. Awesome. How did that come about, though, that's working with him? Um, I'm very good friends with Trevor, and he was coming to... T- town and he said uh, he asked trevor who does he recommend and then trevor put my name forward oh wow and so yeah i'm i'm very fortunate yeah so we call this section the disclaimer section because you know <laughs> you know comedians are notorious for saying things that we might not want to be associated <laughs> with but i'm also just saying that so that you can be yourself don't worry about that okay uh, because cool. we have that disclaimer so robbie collins uh coming from uh, the acting space yes in durban that's where it started yes i always wanted first of all i hated school so i did everything to get out of the classroom <laughs> so i i found out if you were in school plays you missed a few classes because they needed you to help set up uh-huh. for the play so um that's how i got into it it turned out i actually enjoyed it wow but yeah i i hated being in the classroom and where where were these classrooms what school this was well it was first holy family college and then it was expelled and then <laughs> i went to another school fairville secondary do you want to tell us about you got expelled my friend and i thought it would be cool when the teacher was out of the class to strip for the <laughs> classmates and they enjoyed it <laughs> there's this one person who snitched on us <laughs> we were in grade eight we thought it was a cool thing to do wow so you went against the name of a school there was nothing holy there, no there's nothing your holy. Behavior. <laughs> there's nothing holy about those children <laughs> and what did the parents say my, my mom she she had lost all patience so by the time she heard about that she's like ah i think I think she would have reacted differently a year before. Yeah. But I think that was just like the last straw. So she's like, oh, whatever. And now she gets it, right? Now she gets it. Yeah. She loves, she's a big fan of comedy as well. Yeah. She's very supportive. Okay, so then coming into stand-up comedy, tell us about that transition and how, what exactly happened? So I'm from Durban. You know anything about Durban? Our entertainment um, isn't as as prolific as Johannesburg. Yeah. So there weren't comedy clubs for years and I always wanted to do comedy and then one day somebody started a comedy club. I got on stage and the audience enjoyed it. Mm. And since then I've just been on it uh, like over and over and just trying to push as much as possible and it's it's turning out pretty well. Yeah. But it's 10 years in this. Yes, this is, it, it, does it take that long though? Does, is it really it one of those really tough Tre- industries? Trevor's an, an anomaly. Like Trevor, Trevor's amazing, but Trevor, Trevor's growth in his career is something that not not hap- doesn't really happen to most comedians. Mm. So he's great. He just came at the right time for South Africa. Yeah, black mom, white dad, color people think he's this. <laughs> so everybody kind of just went, and he's good looking and funny. So everybody just went, oh, there's our guy. Yeah. But um, the thing with comedy is we don't get salaries. So if you're not funny, if you're not working, 
you not getting paid. Sure. So you've got to really love the thing because it's, there, yeah. For the first two years of your career, there's just handshakes. So you <laughs> no must be cash. sure you want to do this. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. You've got you to have be, to be patient. patient. You've got to be patient. Yeah. It's, it's fun, but it's also, you've got to put in a lot of hard work. Yeah. Why do you think it's so tough, though? Why out of all the industries? Because, I mean, we celebrate the arts quite well, I think, in South Africa. But when it comes to comedy, somehow we kind of neglect that part in terms of, you know, the recognition. I, I think not many people... Comedy is a very new thing in our country. Mm. Comedy requires democracy, which we only had in 94. Yeah. So general audiences only have started going into comedy clubs and watching comedy shows in the past maybe six years. Mm. It's still very new to us, whereas in music has always been there. Yeah, Music was big even during the struggle. You know, mm. those were things we went to, songs, the, struggle songs, you know? And um, mm. the other thing with comedy, I think, is that we have to keep writing new material, which makes it tougher. Oh, yeah. Whereas in a musician, you go watch, good friend of mine, you go watch AKA, you want him to do his hits. Mm. You don't want him to do his new song you just thought of yesterday. You want to sing along. Whereas in comedy, they enjoy you, but now you've got to bring new stuff every time. Yeah. And talking about Trevor, you've gone on tour with him. Yes. 50 shows you did in total. That was in one year. In one year. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been with Trevor since Daywalker, so it's eight years. Wow. Yeah, it's been crazy. What is it like when you are literally on the road all the time performing? I mean, how do you, do you even rest? We do rest. Uh, I'll tell you this, Tre Trevor loves his sleep. Like, <laughs> we do a show, get home maybe two in the morning, wake up after two in the afternoon, go for lunch, then do the same thing over and over. Yeah. It's, it's cool because we take a PlayStation with us, keep it exciting, because you can't be partying every night. It would be horrible. Yeah, you got to drink the water sometimes. No, you've got to. <laughs> it's very important. But it's crazy, like, rolling with Trevor, he's a cool guy. He's a very cool guy. And um, it's cool seeing his growth, like, over mm. the years. Hotels got better. Theatres got bigger. You know, and, like, now when you look where he is, it's crazy. Yeah. So for you, when you decided, I'm getting into comedy, I'm going to do, you know, stand-up, do you remember your first material and, and what inspired it? I, I forget it now. I, I remember just, I remember writing it and thinking, this is funny for me, so somebody has to laugh. Yeah. And you yeah. didn't test it on anyone. You just went straight to I didn't on tell stage. Anyone. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell my mother, I didn't tell my sisters. I was like... I'm going to just go and see how this thing is. <laughs> if I fail, let me fail by myself and nobody knows. Yeah. And then um, it turned out being well and they're like, come back next week. Wow. That's great. <coughs> I mean, for the first time, because you hear some people say, yeah, it was bad the first time. Oh, no. I've had some I've had some bad shows. That's the worst. When do you nobody, remember what, what happened? Yeah. Like when nobody laughs, you don't know what to do with yourself. <laughs> like it's the scariest feeling but it's the scariest but most rewarding feeling. Like, you tell a joke and the audience just look at you like, Because hmm. I remember I started back in the day, well, it's 10 years of comedy. Mm -hmm. So I started before Uber. So if you had a bad show, you wanted to go home. <laughs> you couldn't because you had to wait for a lift to take you. And you got to stick around there and everybody's looking at you, shaking their heads like, ah, what did you put us through? And you're just hanging around. You just want to go home to your mother. It's it's a tough one. Yeah, I can imagine. Sure. 
But I can imagine. It's it's cool. It's cool when you fail and then succeed afterwards. Absolutely. It's uh, 20 past two here on Lifetime Live. Our disclaimer uh, guest is Robbie Collins, a South African comedian, stand-up comedian. Do stay with us. We're going to take a short break and continue chatting with him. Sanda Feta on SAFM. Robbie Collins joins us in studio. If you've just joined us, uh, he's South African comedian uh, in our disclaimer section of uh, Lifetime Live on this Friday the 7th. Can you believe there's 24 days left in the year? It's crazy. This year's flown by so quickly. Dude, like I can't, I can't, I, I can't deal. I'm shocked. I, I, it feels weird because somebody reminded me yesterday that the World Cup was this year. The Soccer World Cup. Oh, yeah. It's gone. By, it's gone by so quickly. I have a nephew who's eight years old. I can't believe it. Wow! Don't you feel old when the the kids around when you start I growing know. up? I don't have any of my own, but when you start seeing like my nephew, he's he's too much now. Yeah, like he's eight and he wants a phone, a cell phone from you, from, from someone the in the family. <laughs> someone just, must make a plan. He just keeps hinting about a phone. What, is, what does he say he's going to do with it, though? Because the friends around him have it. Yeah. You know how it is when you're a kid and you, other people get things and then you start feeling bad about yeah. yourself when yeah. you're actually fine? And uh, I'm surprised, like, how kids have phones. Like, for us, when your mother said, I'm meeting you here at this time, you made sure you're here at this time. Yeah. Like, I feel like people aren't on time anymore because mm-hmm. of cell phones. Yeah. Because back in the day, you called somebody, like, we're meeting at the movies at 8. If you're not there at eight, I'm giving you another 15 and then we're calling the cops. Yeah. Because something might be wrong. Yeah. But like now the, the game's changed completely. Completely. Are you always on your phone because of what you do? I suppose you must be on social media. I, I, I'm not a Twitter person. Twitter's like rough, eh? Twitter's evil. Those people will take you down, man. Mm. I don't, I don't want to expose myself to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Negativity. It's too neg- There's a lot of people with opinions on Twitter. Yeah. And everyone deserves an opinion, but not everyone's opinion deserves to be heard. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like some of the stuff I'm like, ah, guys, no. Yeah. But it's it's been crazy. But you are My, on uh, the other platforms. I'm on the other platforms. Instagram, Facebook. Yes, yes, yes. That's Th- it. Those things are fun. Are you on LinkedIn? No. Why not? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's a more professional, like for corporates. Um, it's like a hook, hooking up app. No, no, no. It's not uh, hooking up. It's, <laughs> oh. it's more like it's more like um, it's like where you advertise yourself as a corporate and oh, a business I see. person. Or, yeah. So it's more very professional. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know about that. So all. you're not going to be posting memes and stuff there. You just talk about your career development and things oh, like that. Oh, I see. It's like. It's like the classified or the job interviews. Kind of, because I think a lot of people have been headhunted through it as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. But it's more controlled and more conservative, I think. Yes, yes. Yeah. You you know, Mawani Mawani passed away this year as well. Yeah, it was this year. She's she's one of my favorite people. Yeah. What what about her stand or stood out for you? She's beautiful. Yeah. She was hot. Like... Mm. When he was hot, I think she's hotter than Beyonce. I think so too. Because look, Beyonce is <laughs> hot in the era of Instagram filters. Anyone can be hot in the era of Instagram filters. Yeah. When he was hot in tear gas, that's another level of filter. She was hot back in the struggle, yo. Yeah. Like, I feel like, are you married? I'm guessing. No. You're not married? No. And I'm sure, like, the way people sell themselves on Instagram can be deceiving. Yep. 
Have you ever experienced that? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a date with a girl I met on Instagram. And when I got to the restaurants, I was like, I can't find you. Wow. But she was there the whole time. But she did not so look tell, like... So tell us, actually, as a guy, what is that experience like? Because everyone on Instagram seems to think that you need to portray this certain image to get attention from men or dates and things like that. Uh, it's, it's such a tough one. Because also, when you, get, when you go to the date, like, you can't... You can't get angry at the person because of their pictures. So you've yeah. still got to sit through the date, even though you feel like you've been deceived. Mm. And you got to act like you're still interested. And but it's, it's tough, eh? It is tough. This dating thing. But then who, like, and then you DM the person, and then the next thing you get the wrong person. Exactly. And <laughs> Almost and, like you've been catfished. I, I find it hard dating be, to, because you have to get out there, and now you have to go through the same things that you went through with another person, now you got to ask them, what does your parents yeah, do? Yeah, oh gosh. What are your dreams in life? And you're like, oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about these things. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working hard at, I'm staying away from the dating scene for a while. And you're busy anyway. Like, And you'll need somebody who's understanding yeah, yeah, the yeah. industry and that. Yeah, you've got to be an understanding partner, whether male or female, if you have someone in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Because, like, I know with ex-girlfriends, they just thought I was partying every night. Yeah. Like, Why are you out till so late? The show ended at 10. But it's like, no, I'm networking. Off yeah. It. You know what I mean? So some you have to understand those kind of things. Have you, have you tried the dating um, websites? I've tried Tinder. What are your horror stories then? I felt I felt I wasn't good enough on Tinder. <laughs> I had like two matches. And it was, <laughs> I found it very hard. Like I just at one stage I just swiping right on everyone because like some someone's gonna bite. <laughs> I, I walked through two matches. I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> I feel like it. Unfortunately, you can't really just meet people the way I feel like we don't meet people the way we used to. Yeah. And it's difficult to trust people out here as well. Hey? Oh, yes. That's another thing. It just is. So what are you looking for? I'm what am I looking for? I'm going to play Matchmaker now. Right here on SAFM. What are you looking for? What am I looking for? Um, a female. <laughs> <laughs> a female. Um, I know. Got to be a bit tall because I'm so tall. That's the only problem. Okay. I'm so you don't want like a Will Smith and Jada Pinkett situation? I guess that could work. Yeah. They make it look they look make it look nice. Yeah. So it actually it doesn't matter your height. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, able to I don't know, be able to eat with a knife and fork. Just <laughs> <laughs> you don't want much, eh? I don't want somebody try to eat chops uh, try to eat sushi with a spoon <laughs> and embarrassing. <laughs> Have, has that happened before? I've seen <laughs> Oh my word! I've seen him. Actually, it wasn't a girl. I, mean, I was on a double date once, and the guy he didn't know how to use a knife before. I felt bad, so then I just I used my spoon, so we could he could be comfortable. Oh, that's so sweet of you! But it was funny. <laughs> I laughed at him the whole time. Wow! What are some of the funniest moments that you've uh, experienced in twenty eight? Um, yeah, this year, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Oh, there's there's a guy who who came on stage and acted like he uh, wanted to do comedy. And then he proposed to his girlfriend. And his girlfriend got up and ran out, crying. So it made the whole show awkward. Oh, my word. So he puts the mic down and just walks off the stage. And it's just awkward in the room. So after the show, we got, the comedians got out and we're smoking uh, 
and um, we see the young lady there, and we're like, yo, ma'am, is everything okay? Sorry, I hope you're not embarrassed. And she's so angry, she's like, I've only known that guy for two months. Wow. <laughs> the way we laughed. Because we were feeling bad for him, <laughs> but I was like, how are you going to propose in public to your girlfriend of two months? Two months. Is that where we are now as people? Like, Would you say are yes? Are we desperate? No, two After months. two months? No ways. You don't Hell know no. someone after two months? No. You don't even know someone after two years? That's very true. That no, two months is ridiculous. But yeah, two months is, is ridiculous. But would you, uh, would you have said yes in public just to not embarrass your boyfriend? No, no. And then go home and like, hey, look here. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You wouldn't just... I wouldn't have said yes. Just, just for, for the self-esteem? Just no, for yourself? No, because why is he doing that? No, 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 no. Let's keep it real. Just, you can go home and be like, nah, this is not happening. But isn't that even worse then? Because now he's already thinking you you have said yes, and now you're gonna take the ring off. That's very true. <laughs> you see? No, he's an idiot. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> okay, let's talk more after the news headlines. It's just gone after uh, half past uh, two. Over to you, Utsile. Here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> SAFM. 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. On Lifetime Live, we're chatting to Robbie Collins, South African stand-up comedian. You've done Blacks Only, yes. amongst other stuff that you've done, in, I mean, the appearances. What's that like? Uh, working with Dave Cow is the best. And we've spoken to him before here. He's Dave Cow is somebody I was watching on TV when I was in grade six. Mm. I still find it like... Now I can call him when I want, and I consider him my friend. Yeah. But I still find it crazy that I was, I'm around people that I grew up watching on television. Yeah. It's nuts. But the one thing that disappoints me is Auckland Park. Why? Because growing up in Durban, whenever you watched a kiddie show like Kiddie or Yo TV, they always <laughs> said, "Send your letters into Auckland Park PO Box." So growing up, Auckland Park sound like Hollywood. Yeah. And then I got to Auckland Park because I like, uh uh-uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> like all my dreams. <laughs> I got catfished <laughs> by Auckland Park. I catfished by a suburb. <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset because I lived in Melville. That's the first place I stayed. I, I should share a one-bedroom apartment with Tall Asmo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yes, we, we used to sleep on the floor and we were just hustling comedians. But it was so exciting because we're like, oh, he's from Tembisa, which is still in Gauteng, but he makes it seem like it's really <laughs> fast. <laughs> so he was like, I need to stay somewhere else. And we were just going for it. And the young people and now he's doing amazingly well. His yeah. daughter, have you seen his little daughter? No, I haven't. She's but on, I know he's got a, a kid, yeah. She's doing amazing. She's on TV now. She's putting herself through preschool. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. What's your thought on that? Maybe putting your nephew in there, then he buys his own cell phone, actually, it's, of kids in the entertainment industry. It's crazy because it's, it, it, it's nice for them to be exposed to that, but I still feel like you you got to balance it. You yeah. still want your child to be a child. Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to play a song, uh, Born Free by Lyra. Is this a song that you've chosen? No, okay, it's just a song that we have. Who's your favorite artist at the moment? That's a tough one because, you know, Casper and AKA right now, are, and I'm, those guys are doing amazing things. Mm. Like they're doing really well. It's um, it's a tough one. I, I can't say because I'm sure like these musicians that work well at different times. 
of the day. You can't be listening to rap the whole day yeah, or whatever it is. But I think what Casper and AK are doing for South African music is... Would you ever do music, like just feature in someone's song? I wanted to be a rapper before I wanted to be a comedian. So then do something with AKA. And no, nah, it's not going to work. Casper? No, it doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter who. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my skills are not that good. I wanted to be a rapper because of 8 Mile with that Eminem movie. Yeah. When that came out, everybody wanted to be a rapper. <laughs> every, every white boy who was spitting freestyles. <laughs> But then I was like, oh, actually, no. That there was a passing phase. Yeah. My rap name was Checkmate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I won't even ask for an explanation. <laughs> <with it. laughs> okay. So where's where's where are you performing next? Where can you we see you? But you need to rest a bit now, isn't it? No, rest in January. Oh, okay. Yes. So I'm working up until New Year's Eve. Okay. I'll be at the Goliath Comedy Club. But next week I'm in Durban. At the Durban Comedy, comedy Festival. Nick. Comedy Festival. Summer Comedy Festival, yes. Okay. So I'm going to see my mom. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be happy. She'll, she's she's awesome. And she'll also be on holiday. She's a teacher, so oh, awesome. we'll do something nice. Oh, that's great. My mom is a teacher as well. I love teachers. Teachers are the, the foundation of everything. Of everything. Yeah. They're so important. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for and having me. And I disclaimer, me. you behaved very well. You didn't say anything that SAFM, I think, I don't know, let me not say that. Because <laughs> then your rap name also, I'm not so sure about. And the being kicked out of school and being expelled. No, kids kids must stay in school. It worked out for me. Don't go, <laughs> don't go drop out of school because you heard me. <laughs> Unless you're funny or you can play soccer, don't drop out of school. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Rob, uh, Robbie, for, for joining us. Thank you.